It's time for the podcast from two guys who still think fart jokes are funny. It's the Morning Five, sponsored by Marine South. You know what the day is? Taco Tuesday! Shane Spikeman. Taco Tuesday! Are they built for speed or for comfort? You'll get nothing and like it. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the Morning 5 for Tuesday, November 28th, 2023. And we are 28 days from Christmas. You'll blink. Four weeks from today. You'll blink and it's here. You'll blink and it's here. Four weeks from today. Holy crap. That's crazy, that's, man. That's insane. Yeah, that's nuts. Like we said yesterday, man, go ahead and do all your Christmas shopping now because you will blink and it'll be here, buddy. And online shopping will be out the window and i know yesterday you really got out there and got all your christmas lights taken care of so that's that's a fun day for you i got a lot of them i didn't get all of them uh it got a little too cold and i didn't have um some stuff that i gotta run to the store and get um but i would say i'm completely done with the blow-ups that i have right now might add a couple more as the season goes on uh, and I would say I'm probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 40 to 45% done with the exterior lighting. Um, so hopefully by this weekend, I'll be completely done. I got to go by uh, Lowe's or Home Depot and get some uh, get some more, more things to help me put up lights. You know, my dad uh, always goes above and beyond. Oh, yeah. He's, he, he's almost completely finished on the outside. Or Next. he is completely finished on the outside. Uh, the inside, he's he's working to finish. My stepmom is working on the Dickens Village. All right. Um, so um, that will be done probably this week, and then uh, we'll be Christmas ready. I did have an idea that was shot down when I brought this up over the weekend. Uh, oh yeah. I, I, yeah. I was I was sitting there in the living room. Emily Emily does the inside. I don't decorate the inside. That's Emily's job. And I, I was sitting there and. Looking at the decorations and everything that was up and, and lit and all that jazz. And I got the bright idea to put a train track around our living room at the top of the wall where the wall meets the ceiling. Um, so I, I started pricing that out. And I think that is going to be a future project. I believe at the Sparling household, we will have a Christmas choo-choo train that goes around the top of our walls in our living room. <laughs> Why did you get it shot down? <laughs> um, it got shot down because it was a little too expensive of a project to do this year. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was. Gonna... It was it. It wasn't the idea. It was the price. It, well, yes, correct. The idea. Well, I I didn't really give a chance to shoot the idea down. Um, I just sort of said, "Hey, I'm doing this," uh, and I was told, eh, "Probably not this year." That's you're gonna, That's like uh, what I priced it out to be. It's probably going to be over a grand uh, to do Ooh. this. Yeah, Ooh, um, buddy. Yeah, the train. The train alone is going to cost uh, uh, close to four hundred dollars. Um, so yeah, then I got to buy the tracks and the wood and, and put everything up. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a big project. I don't know if it's gonna be completed next year, but the next in the in the next coming uh, few years, uh, we will have an authentic a Polar Express train going around the top of the uh, the walls in the Sparling Den. Your Lord yeah. Sheldon Coop. 
Yeah, and and this this train too, you fill it with water and it shoots smoke out of the out of the little you know steam stacks and, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, a little smoke stack. So yeah, uh, that'll be a pro- that'll be a project for future years. Well, Bryce, today is National French Toast Day. I, I want know you me some French. French toast. I want me some French toast. Every time I hear French toast, I think about the forty year old version and that girl throwing up in uh, in what's his name's car as they're coming home from the uh, from the bar. Um, yes. Or no, it was, it was her own car. Excuse me. It was a, uh, yeah. what was that? Was that a Scion? I think that was a Scion or something like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I love French toast, man. I'm a huge fan of French toast. I Every now and then on the weekends, I'll I'll go to Publix and get a loaf of brioche uh, bread and make the kids like homemade French toast. It is, it's really, really good. I'm a big fan of French toast. There's no doubt. All right. Let's get into our power rankings. And uh, Bryce, you and I differ on both. All right, um, that's good. Yeah, so uh, let's let's start with the NFL, and uh, you and I agree at the top. But outside of that, that's where things start to get a little different. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's any debate for who's number one. I think the no. Eagles are a clear cut number one team in the NFL. Like they are by far right now the best team in the NFL in all three phases. Uh, Ten and one right now. Leading the NFC East, um, yeah, there's there's no there's no debate there. At number two, Billy, I have I have the 49ers. I really like what they've done ever since they've gotten uh, Joey Boza. I think they've, uh, you know, uh, not Joey Boza, excuse me, Chase Young. Uh, I I think this team is poised to make a run. And, and what I like about them even more is the NFC gauntlet in the uh, playoffs is going to be a lot easier then the AFC gauntlet is going to be in their playoffs. And right now they have the second best points differential in the NFL. Yeah, there's there's no doubt the 49ers are up there. And and they're my number three team. But I have another team at number two, um, which is the Baltimore Ravens. Um, they The only thing that worries me about the Ravens, Bryce, the Ravens defense is fantastic. They've been good sure. all season long. Yep. The only thing that worries me is their offense looks at times very just pedestrian. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That's the only thing that worries me about it. And and that's why, yeah, that's why I have the Ravens at four. Um, Defense, like you said, the defense for the Ravens is great. They're a top five defense in the entire NFL. Um, That offense sometimes just does not click. Uh, and you know, like there's no reason they should have lost that game to the Browns a couple weeks ago. Like the Browns are a good team, but no. they don't have a quarterback. Like there's no, there's no reason that they should have lost. Uh, they should have lost that game. Uh, Lamar Jackson's having a nice year. Um, he, you know, he's, he's at 2,600 or over 2,600 passing yards. He's completing about 70% of his passes, uh, 13 tutties, five interceptions right now. He's at a 98.4 rating. Um, he has 574 rushing yards in the year as well. So he's over 3,000 all-purpose yards. He's second in the team in rushing. But like you said, I, I don't know if I can trust that defense. Or excuse me, I don't know if I can trust that offense when it goes up against elite defenses. So you have you have them at two. I have them at four. Leading My, the AFC. Do I what? Mean, and they're leading the AFC. Yes. So, I mean... The, it's hard for me not to put them there, but at the same time, I, I understand why you've got them at four. Yeah. Like, I, 
you know, the Dolphins are below them that's, in the AFC. That's what I, that's my number three team is the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, I just got I got so much faith in that offense and that team. I mean, they are you, you know when you watch them against. I know it's, I know it's the Jets. I know the Jets are the Jets, but like I just. I, I don't know. I have a lot of faith that that offense is going to win them games down the stretch. And, and I think that offense is going to win them games in the playoffs. And if we're talking about teams that can compete with with the Eagles and 49ers, I got the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins are the best team in the AFC. I got them at number three, and I got the Ravens at, uh, at number four. Okay. Yeah, I've got 49ers at three, Dolphins at four. And, and so. two is my MVP right now. Two, two is my MVP of the league right now. The kid is... The kid has been nothing short of amazing. Uh, definitely, I, I knew Tua was a good quarterback, but I didn't know. What, I, just, I just didn't expect this out of him. I mean, you know, he, he's he's at a 70% completion percentage, over 3,000 yards, 22 touchdowns, 103.7 uh, QBR. Um, it, he, that kid, the kid's just tearing it up, man. He's tearing it up. It's crazy that the two best quarterbacks that I've seen in the NFL this year, both Alabama, uh, bo- both Alabama quarterbacks, it's it's hard to argue there's no doubt um and then five we both have the chiefs um and again this is one of those moments that i i think it started to click a little bit last week that it Mahomes started finding somebody other than patrick i mean other than um travis kelsey and that was good to see if you're if you're a chiefs fan um but that was that was an offense too that looks pedestrian when Travis Kelsey doesn't get going. It does, you know doesn't I mean? it? It it does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know they've drafted some some wide receivers in the past couple of years in the top three rounds, and they just haven't panned out, man. It seems like every time I start believing in the Chiefs, like they just they they shoot me in the foot. Like at the beginning to begin the year, I was like, yeah, the Chiefs are going to be good this year, and then they only beat the Jets by three. The Jets are terrible. So and then I'm like. Well, are the are the Chiefs gonna be good? And then they beat the Vikings, and they beat the Broncos, and they beat the Chargers. And I'm like, oh yeah, Chiefs are good. Yeah, these are really good. And then they lose twenty four to nine to the Broncos, like to to a Broncos team at that point in the season that really hadn't put it together yet. And I'm like, oh, the Chiefs suck. And then they beat the Dolphins, who I think is the best team in the AFC. And I'm like, oh yeah, no 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 no, Chiefs Chiefs are good. Chiefs are back. They play a great game last week versus the Eagles. Eagles number one team in the NFL renews my faith in the Chiefs and they take care of business against the Raiders um, I, I like the Chiefs I think they have a lot of weapons I think they have a lot of positives the defense this year is better than that defense has been in a long time uh, but I can't I just I can't justify putting them over any of the team any of the other teams we have in the top five just because of their up and down nature and the fact that really outside of Travis Kelsey there's not a ton of playmakers in that team if, if Travis Kelsey is not making plays that team just sort of doesn't have a pulse. It just doesn't have an engine that can move it. So I, I, get, I, I, I get scared when essentially a team is a one-trick pony, uh, especially when the playoffs roll around. So, yeah, we both get the Chiefs at five. So I, I'm kind of curious about this because I'm going to ask you this off the cuff because it, we didn't talk about this. You've got six in your college football. What is your number six team in the NFL? Because uh, I have an idea for a number six. And I was kind of curious what your thought is. Man, I don't... Hmm. I would love to say the Lions, but the fact that they lost to Green Bay this past week really, really scares me. Um, it, it, it would be between Jacksonville and the Cowboys. 
and the I just don't see for me it's the Cowboys. Yeah, and I just don't. It's, it's the Cowboys because not not only their offense has been, they've been consistent. It's been it may not have been. It it may not be like the best all around, but it's consistent. But their defense, dear lord, their defense yeah. has been on fire as yeah. of late. And I mean, you look at the past results since that beatdown against the 49ers, which I don't I don't know what happened there. 42 to 10, I don't know what happened. Um, they beat the Chargers by three. They beat the Rams by 23. They lose to the Eagles by five. That was a great game. One of the best games all year. Then they beat the Giants 49-17. They beat the Panthers 33-10. They beat the Commanders 45-10. So they're beating the teams that they should, other than the Cardinals in week three, which I don't I don't know how that happened. Um but it's it, it's going to come to a head, dude. I, I mean, the Cowboys are going to have a chance to prove who they are this year. Uh, next week, they got Seahawks. That should be a win. And then after the Seahawks game, they go through a gauntlet. They have the Eagles at home, Bills on the road, Dolphins on the road, and Lions at home. So they are going to have ample amounts, uh, ample chances to prove that they are a top five team in the NFL. I think they're really, really good this year. Uh, unfortunately, I, I think they're probably the third or fourth best team in the NFC right now. Yeah. All right, let's get to our college football power rankings. Um, you and I are agree on the top three, which is UGA, Michigan, Oregon. Actually, yeah, top, top four. four. Yeah, the CF, yeah. the college football playoff teams we all agree on: uh, Georgia, Michigan, yeah. Oregon, Washington. Yeah. Uh, then we kind of differ on five and six. Yeah, um, and, and and my five is there because of the body of work. And anybody who doesn't put this team in their top five or top six or whatever, I understand it um, because I don't think they're going forward. I don't think they're going to be a top five, top six team. But the body of work that they put together, in my opinion, it it it, it they deserve to be here in the five. So I, I I'm starting to feel a little bit bad for the, for the, for your number five team, and the only reason I'm saying that is because as an Ohio State fan, I've been in that position because for the longest time the Big Ten was a absolute dumpster fire of a conference. Yeah, like there was no no one that outside of Ohio State. No one that was good. No, no. Right? You'd have Iowa pop up, Purdue, Wisconsin every now and then, stuff like that. Yeah, sure. And that's that's what's so messed up about this. With with this team, your number five, it's it's them. That's all there is in this conference. Yeah, that's yeah. that's it. Yeah, and it <sighs> they beat everybody, and they were supposed to beat everybody because that's. That's who they were supposed to be. They, the one win that they have on the resume that is impressive. I'm not sure it's really that impressive considering it was week one. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I get it. It's, it's the same thing. It's the same that, argument that you have. That win, that <sighs> win, if it happened two weeks ago, it'd be a lot more impressive than it was week one. No freaking doubt because so fsu fsu is my number five uh and they only have two wins against ranked opponents uh they, they handled lsu um but lsu week one wasn't what lsu is right now uh and lsu right now is a team that uh, you know i i don't i don't think anybody wants to play uh i mean 
they were they were beating Bama. They were beating Alabama until Jaden Daniel went out, and Jaden Daniel was out for the rest of yep. the rest of the game. Jaden Daniel might be the Heisman Trophy winner. The kid's electric. Um, yeah, I don't think anybody wants to play LSU right now. I, and, and I have no. I have FSU at number five. Like I said, just because of the body of work, I I know they really haven't played anybody great, uh, and they had to go into overtime versus Clemson. Clemson's a down year. Um, they played a close game against Pittsburgh and Miami. They played a close game against a Florida team who doesn't really have a pulse, but that was with a backup quarterback. So going forward, I don't think FSU should be in the college football playoffs because of their quarterback situation, but I think they do deserve to be in the top five, top six because of the body of work that they have. And, you know, I hate punishing college football teams for who they don't play because they don't control that, man. It's not the NFL. They can only play who they can play. It's sort of like Georgia this year, like, their schedule hasn't been a gauntlet, but you know we, we know who they are and what they are and what they do to good teams. So um, that's why I have FSU at number five. I've got Texas at five. Um, I, I think Texas is, if you were to put them in a bowl game right now, I think Texas would be favored over Florida State. Oh, for sure, because and Florida State doesn't have a starting quarterback. There you go. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's my that's my power five ranking, and and. When I come when I come to six, and I know you're going to disagree with me here, yeah. it's the same. It's the same thing for me. They are going to be favored by for, over Florida State, no doubt. Might and be. It's not just because of the no, no. They're favored by the, over Florida State in a, a bowl game. Percent. Yes, in a bowl game, we don't have half our starters. <laughs> I don't know how many people Ohio from Florida State number six team. I. I I can't I can't even get on board with them being a top ten team after what I saw this Saturday. Uh, I know. There's I know. no there's you're no still, heart in that you're team. still butthurt about it. I get it. Yeah. Um I got I got Texas at six. I think Texas is, as as kept rolling, kept rolling, and kept rolling. And I believe that Texas will be in the college football playoffs. Uh, Let's let's get to this college football playoffs yeah, here. Let's because get to I them. don't. Let's get I, to them, baby. Dude, Bryce, I'm out on this. Really? I I, I I have no freaking clue. Like I I've like all the playoff scenarios that I've seen. They're like, oh, who's it? Eats the hell out of me because oh, I don't I don't know who I would take. I'm gonna go on a quick rant here, real quick, and and I, I did it yesterday. But uh, yeah. Pac-12, what the hell are you doing with this game on Friday night? Like, what are we doing? I just, I just don't, I just don't understand it, man. I just don't. I, I know, I know. I know the Saturday what, slate. Oregon, Washington. Yeah, it's a four versus yeah. six matchup, or, or whatever it's going to be when the when the college football playoff yeah. rankings come out. Like, I understand Saturday is packed, but what are we doing on a Friday night, dude? That's that's college. I mean, that's high school football. It's Friday night lights. We're still in the Friday night lights mode. I, I I'm a little pissed off about that, but. Yeah, so college football playoff scenario. Um, the winner of Oregon-Washington is in, right? The winner of the Pac-12 championship is in regardless, correct? I would think so, yes. Uh, you I got, would think so. You got an undefeated Washington team. If they win, they're certainly in at 13-0 and and a Pac-12 Power 5 champion. Oregon uh, would have a top five a top five win at that point with, against Washington and a, a really impressive win against Washington. Yeah. I mean... And and they would avenge their, their loss, loss. Against, exactly. Yeah, their one loss was Washington by three points at, at Washington. Yeah. So they would yeah. av- they would avenge that loss. 
Um, they also have quality wins over ranked opponents such as Oregon State, 31-17, to uh, and somehow a team from Colorado that was ranked early in the season, 42-6. to uh, But yeah, I, I, the, the winner of that, the winner of the Pac-12 championship is in. I don't think there's any controversy going on there. Uh, then we get to the Dr. Pepper Big 12 championship. Texas at number seven, Oklahoma State at number 20. If Texas wins, I think Texas is in. I think a win solidifies Texas in the top four. And right now, Texas is seven, but this is last week's college football playoff rankings. I would assume them to jump up ahead of Ohio State. Probably be six uh, in the rankings coming out tomorrow tonight. Um, so I, if Texas wins, I say Texas is in. But if they lose, they're completely out. Yeah, I, I, I can get on board with that. Their, their only loss was to Oklahoma by four in, in the Red River shootout. So, you know, it's it's a rivalry game. They lose by four early in the season. They have a good win. Uh, they have a good win Oklahoma against Oklahoma's ranked two. They're ranked in the top 20, aren't they? Uh, they should be. I think they're in the top. Uh, I think they're 12. I don't know. ESPN isn't working for me right now for some reason. But, I mean, they're 10 and two. So, yeah. All right, so this this is where it gets a little squirrely. So Texas wins, they're in. Michigan wins, they're in. Right, thirteen and zero. They're they're going to beat the hell out of oh, Iowa. Oh, oh, come on! They're you're gonna just going to sell Iowa Hawkeyes down the river like that. That's what you're going to do. That's yep. what you're going to do. Sure am. Yep, sure am. I'm going to give you one stat right here, and it's going to blow your mind. And this is the reason why the Iowa Hawkeyes might win this game. Let's scroll down here. No, they don't have it. Hold on. <laughs> I was looking. I was looking for the punting. I'm statistics. waiting with bated breath. Buddy. I was looking. I was looking for the punting statistics, and I can't find it. Why don't they have the punting statistics on here? <laughs> Iowa has the best punt game. And why is this? Why don't they have the punting statistics? They have a kicking one. Oh, this is unfair. Pat McAfee's gonna have a gonna have a cow. Uh, come on. You gotta have the punting statistics somewhere. No, they sure don't. Wow. That's terrible. Uh, yeah, I think, I think Michigan wins. I think it's gonna be a lot closer than people think. Um, so right now, right now we have the winner of the Pac-12 in. The, the, the winner of the Big 12, as long as it's Texas, they're in. So that's two teams in. Texas, Oregon, or Washington. And the winner... Uh, Michigan, Iowa, probably going to be Michigan. They're in. So that's three teams we have solidified. We have one more spot left. And this is where it gets squirrely. Georgia. If it's if it's down between the SEC champion. No. See, here's the funny thing. Yeah. At, at this point, it's it has to be between the SEC championship. Right. Or because the ACC championship. Are you you're apparently leaving out a if. Florida State wins. An you're apparently leaving out an undefeated, undefeated, undefeated power Florida five State team. That's that's so tough. This is this is why I'm saying this is this is where I'm out. Like I can't I can't make that decision this year. I, I, I mean I agree. Yeah. It's it's the most un unreal. Like I, I talked about it. It's the ACC is garbage this year. So let me and let me it, give you an even crazier scenario. Uh, let me give you an even crazier scenario right here. Florida State wins. But they don't put them in. You know who they put in? A one-loss SEC champion. <laughs> Bama beats Georgia. Georgia and Florida State are sitting at home. 
and it's Alabama, Texas, Michigan, and the winner of Washington, Oregon. See, I, I think one of the others are, are staying home. I don't know, man. Like it's Dude. it's so it's so tough. Yeah, chaos chaos could happen this weekend, and I'm not even like I am. I am here for it, dude. I have n- uh oh, I do have something to do Saturday. Crap. Oh well, I'll have the I'll have a little TV set going or something. Um, yeah, it'll be it, it'll be absolutely insane this weekend, man. And you could have. You got to get a monitor set up for the Friday night game. Yeah, I got that covered. I just you know I got to be at uh I got to be at Douglas County to call a game on Saturday um at three thirty. That's so, right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I mean, you could have one SEC championship four. Yeah, uh, what what are we doing? Schedule like who? May, I I don't understand, dude. I just don't. I don't understand why people can't look at a calendar and be like, oh, we probably shouldn't schedule a high school basketball game in the middle of the SEC championship. I just don't. I don't know. I just don't understand why people can't think. That's uh, just moronic. Uh, FSU undefeated. Georgia undefeated. Washington undefeated, Michigan undefeated. If all those teams win, it makes it easy for the CFB, I think. Um, even if Texas wins the Big 12 championship, I, I, they're not putting – I wouldn't think I they're agree. putting – It would be It would be very difficult for anybody in the CFP, even though it, the Texas has better wins and Texas is a better team. Right, right. And they have Ohio State's quarterback. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of college football playoff scenarios that could go down. A lot of chaos. God, can, can you imagine Ohio State with Quinn Ewers right now? Oh, no, it'd be a, it would be a great team. God be a, Can you imagine Ohio State with a quarterback with a pulse? I can't. <sighs> I can't get into this. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the college football playoff scenario. And you noticed in none of those scenarios I have Ohio State making the playoffs because they're just it's not it, there's no road it, for it chaos chaos has to happen there has to be losses like louisville has to win yep oklahoma um, state has to win oklahoma state has to win um <sighs> georgia has to win washington or Michigan oregon that doesn't matter yeah it, it would texas would need to lose fsu would need to lose georgia would need to win michigan would need to win and whoever wins the Big 12. But, I mean, if if, yeah. if Oregon wins the Pac-12, then I would assume they'd put a one-loss Washington team over Ohio State in the playoffs. But I don't, I don't know. We're going to the freaking Orange Bowl. That's uh, what yeah, it is. against, against right. a team that I don't even – I won't even watch the game. We only have half our team playing. UGA's schedule for next year has been leaked a little bit. The Bulldogs will play Alabama on September 28th. Ooh. And Texas on October 19th. Oh, boy. that's They got, they got a – a murderer's road next year for uh, uh, all, all the all the good luck they had this year and the easy schedule, buddy. Ain't, ain't gonna happen next year. <laughs> nope. The SEC planned to announce the 2024 league schedule in December. ESPN and ABC will carry the entire SEC package starting next year with the CBS deal ending this year. Georgia already has a marquee season opening matchup with Clemson set for August 31st in Atlanta. Which will be a blowout. Yep. Um, Probably should be. Should be. I think. I think Clemson's on the downturn. If Georgia's game with Florida and Jacksonville sticks close to Halloween, the game against the Longhorns in Austin would come two weeks before the Gators game. Georgia and Florida have had bye weeks before the neutral site games in recent seasons. So that's that's huge for them. Yeah. Um, so they play Texas, have a bye, then play Florida. 
The other SEC matchups where Georgia previously announced without dates are home versus Auburn, Mississippi State, and Tennessee, and away at Kentucky and Ole Miss. Oh, and at, Georgia at Ole Miss. Oof. Yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. I mean, that is that is a that is a you got Clemson, you got Bama, you you're at Texas, you're at Ole Miss. I mean, that is a that is a murderer's row next year. Speaking of Ole Miss, you saw the Lane Kiffin was in Carrollton last week. I did. Yeah, I did. They're watching that uh, kid from Walton, I think. Yeah, and they should be. Yeah, that kid is. Somebody, good. somebody made a comment. It's like you should come watch this running back over here at Central. Um, he's uh, <laughs> he's not leaving the state. You don't think he's not leaving the state? He's uh, Georgia has. Yeah, he's going up to Athens. Georgia has non-conference games at home against Tennessee Tech. Ooh, that's that powerhouse of Tennessee Tech, and then uh, UMass on oh. November twenty-third, and basketball? against Georgia Tech on uh, <laughs> November thirtieth. Hey, that's, so wait a second. Yeah, so wait a second. Yeah. They're playing UMass on the twenty-third of right. November, and yes. then they're playing Tech they on always, the thirtieth. Are always you do kidding that. me? They always they, they they always try to schedule a, a cupcake before no, the uh, no before the Tech. No, game. they don't. Georgia hasn't. They try to. It's no, just, it's Georgia's always had Georgia's it's, always had an SEC opponent before Tech. Have they? Yes. Maybe I'm thinking of Bama. That's Alabama. Yeah, maybe I'm yeah. thinking of Bama. Alabama's always faced. Always, Alabama's always had like a garbage opponent before the Iron Bowl. Makes sense, man. It's smart, smart scheduling. Uh, that Georgia Georgia Tech game might be a game in in the next couple of years, dude. Brent Key's doing a really good job at Georgia Tech of of turning that team yeah. into a legit. I'm not. I'm not going to say they're they're on the same level as Georgia by any stretch of the imagination, but they're a legit team that you have to take seriously year in and year out. Um, they're, they're doing a good job yeah. there. Uh, Billy, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard from last night in flag football. Villarica beat Walton 34 to nothing, and then fell to Blessed Trinity 21 to 18. Flag football playoffs oh. start on December 5th. Um, so that'll next be next Tuesday. Yeah, next Tuesday. Uh, we don't have the opponent yet for Villarica, but we do have the opponent um, for Central. Central is going to play, and for some reason, Central's in the 5 and 6A um, bracket. Uh, oh, no, yeah. I, I spoke too soon. Sorry, Central does not have their opponent set yet. Um, neither does Villarica. Central's going to be the 2 seed, and Villarica is going to be the 4 seed. Okay. Yep. So those are, uh, that, that'll start uh, next Tuesday. On the Smith's floor coverings, games and events calendar for tonight in high school basketball, Central is at home versus Greenville. Girls tip off at 6, boys at 7.30. In Mount Zion, they are at Temple. Nice little, uh, uh, not region matchup, but I don't know what you'd call that area matchup, I suppose. Uh, girls at 6 and boys at 7.30. And then in the NBA tonight, the Hawks are at the Cavs at 7.30. Kevin didn't have practice. I'd probably head out to Temple to watch those Dude, games. Dude, same. Grayson has wrestling practice tonight. I was going to go out there and watch that. I would. I'd love to. I, I that that Temple boys and girls team this year. They are going to be really, really good. Yeah, yeah. There's no doubt. Need another cup of coffee? Yes, sir. I do. Another cup of coffee brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strawn with the Century Twenty One Novus. LeBron James takes the NBA's all-time minutes lead in a career worst loss. Oof. Congratulations to you for losing the worst game ever. Lost by forty-four. <laughs> Lost by forty-four. Yeah. Somebody on uh, somebody on Facebook said, "Asking for a friend." Did did uh, Michael Jordan ever lose a game by forty-four? 
Um, oh, God. Off the top of my head, I'm going to say no. I don't know that for a fact, but just guessing, I'm going to say that never happened. So something that's going to be really interesting to me, Bryce, is the uh, the transfer portal is going to be wild. It's going to be nuts. This offseason. For sure. It, like, wild. Um, I've seen multiple videos about it this week alone. Um I'm I'm really interested to see this. So uh, speaking of Miami quarterback Tyler Van Dyke enters the transfer portal. <laughs> oh buddy, oh buddy. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be crazy. I'm hearing rumors that um, that old Manning down in Texas might be hitting the transfer portal as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, <I> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, of course, I don't know. We got that kid from Langston Hughes coming in, man. He might be a uh, he might be a true freshman starter. Do you think he's better than Arch Manning? Uh, I don't know, to be honest with you. I haven't seen enough of Arch Manning. I've seen a lot of Aaron Nolan, um, but it's all high school tape. So I, I don't know. I've, I really haven't seen a ton from Arch Manning this year. Dolphins have signed veteran defensive end G- Jason Pierre-Paul. Yeah, nice little nice little vet pickup here halfway through the season. Um, still waiting to see who Darius Leonard goes to. He's a... He's a JPP's the... Three-fingered assassin, right? Yes, that is that is old JPP. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, nice to pick up a, a, a vet, you know, towards the end of the season to help your defense out. Still, I'm, I'm still interested to see who uh, who Darius Leonard goes to after he's cut from the uh, cut from the Colts. So this is this is kind of the time of year where they're going to do that. Uh, according to a report, Atlanta has joined the Dodgers and several others who are engaged in trade talks with the Chicago White Sox for ace Dylan Cease. Yeah, this is this comes after we didn't get uh, Sonny Gray or um, the old Cuzzy who signed with Philadelphia. Uh, Aaron Nolan. Yeah, him. Um, I, could, I keep thinking of Aaron Nolan. Um, yeah, this comes after the Braves' top two uh, pitching prospect, not really prospects, but pitching targets didn't didn't sign with us. So, uh, uh, well, yeah. to be fair, I don't th- I don't blame AA for balking on going after nola considering what nola signed for. it was a lot dude um that was a lot i'm, I'm kind of pissed off that the sunny fun. gray like the sunny gray was i don't know what i don't know what the number was but i know it was only a three-year deal for sunny gray um which is what i said we needed to do yeah i thought i the fact he's that 34 get him up to his 37 yeah. 38 year season yep would be fine with me i thought i thought the fact that aa didn't get him i thought it was i thought he was looking for like four or five years but um the fact that it was i don't know maybe he just wanted to go to st louis so that kind of sucked but yeah we gotta gotta make some moves man gotta have gotta have a couple more uh starting guys in there that starting rotation in in St. Louis. Did you see the the starting rotation they're putting together? Yeah, I think they all average 105 years old. <laughs> they're all 35, like average 35. Jeez, average. a lot of lot of veteran arms, a lot of veteran arms there. Uh, and finally, today in 2015, British boxer Tyson Fury beat, beats Ukrainian Vladimir Klitschko by unanimous decision. To win the WBA, WBO, IBF, IBO, The Ring Magazine, and Ideal Heavyweight titles in Dusseldorf, Germany, and ends Klitschko's nine-year reign as champion. Let's go, Tyson Fury! I'll say this every time I get a chance to. Tyson Fury is the greatest heavyweight boxer of all time. Saying something. Yep, the greatest of all time. He's His, his movement, his power, his chin... In uh, in his prime, he was the greatest heavyweight boxer of all time. The guy is insane. Got anything else for us, buddy? Nah, man. Let's get out of here on a Tuesday.
Let's do it. Uh, let's not forget college football playoff rankings come out. This is the penultimate yep. rankings tonight. Um, and then uh, we will have the final rankings come out Sunday. So that'll be fun to discuss on Monday morning uh, next week. And then, uh, yeah, I, I I teased you with a little bit of a, a uh, pop culture Wednesday uh, this week. But do, do we want to jump with that or no? Uh, we can think about it. Yeah, maybe, maybe we can, uh, we can think about it and see, uh, see what we decide. We can talk about it today. All right. Yeah. We'll figure it out. All right. That does it. That does it for our Tuesday edition of the morning five. We will talk to you guys. Hello. (laughs) We will talk to you all tomorrow. Same time, same place. (laughs) Shake your neighbors. Just shake them. Shake your neighbors.